everybody wants to be successful, and yet we all have different ideas of what that is. Finding success is the journey we embark upon to go and get what's ours. We are willing to travel down within to find our greatness buried deep inside of us. Questioning society's views and flipping the script, putting our own stamp on life. We're here because our future is within our control. Finding success is how we grab hold of what is possible. The relentless pursuit of success starts here. Hey guys, welcome back to Finding Success Podcast with me, Alex. And me, Adam. Episode 15 now. Um, Going to be about financial freedom, the big one. Um, but before we get into it, if you don't already, follow us on Instagram. Uh, leave us a review if you enjoy this podcast and all of that. We really appreciate it. It does help out ourselves massively. So... Dodds, financial freedom. Talk to me, what is it? Yeah, it's a big one, financial freedom, isn't it? Yeah. So before we get started on financial freedom, I actually want to talk about financial freedom in itself. Because when you speak to people who you mention financial freedom and you ask them, do you want to be financially free? Mm. Near enough, near enough, 90% of people will say yes. Yes. They will say, I want to be financially free. However, probably 5% less than that will actually achieve financial freedom. Um, so it's a big topic for a lot of people. Um, so what is financial freedom? Financial freedom is waking up when you want to, doing what you want to do, when you want to do it, the business you want to be involved in, if you want to be in a business at all. You know, it, it is, to me, the ultimate goal and passion of life. However, to most people, I think it is. It is the ultimate goal. Hundred percent. It is to me. I think if you, if you're if you're involved in a business, if you're a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, if you strive to be successful, your ultimate goal is financial freedom, and that is it. Hundred percent. And when people say freedom, when you say get out whenever you want, working whenever you want, it's it's not quite. People think you can sleep until eleven o'clock. Yeah. It's it's not quite that. It no. is. You still want to get up and do your work, but it's. You're working on whatever you want to do. I think I think that's where it comes into is you know, ultimately people can be financially free if they didn't have a job, yeah, and if they were lived on benefits. But that is not financially free and fulfilling to them. Yes. So again, you know, get, saying getting up whenever you want <clears throat> to, someone who has a business who has worked the majority of their life to achieve financial freedom is still going to get up at five you know, six, seven, you know, early because they have things to do. Because no matter what, do. yeah, they, no, no matter what, if you, if you have a business and, you know, you, you want to grow that business, even if you are financially free, you still want to have an input, you still want to drive, you know. Jeff Bezos, for instance, um, obviously pulled out of being a CEO of Amazon for yes. 27 years. Yeah. I can guarantee you now, he doesn't lay until one o'clock <laughs> in the afternoon and do nothing. He will still get up at six six o'clock in the morning you know, he will still read. He will still do his day-to-day routine. He probably will still go to the Amazon and, and look at things and, you know, have his input. 100%. But just because he's not CEO anymore and he's financially free doesn't mean he lays in. 100%. As you said. Um, so, do you think you can be financially free working in 9 to 5? No. You can't? Not at all. Why is that? Well, again, if you're working on 9 to 5, you cannot pick what you want to do and when you want to do it. For instance, you have to be at work for nine and you, you have to leave at five unless they ask you to work longer than five, which sometimes they probably do. 
and majority of problems they will. And, you know, for instance, if you book dinner at four o'clock and you work until five and you have to ask your boss, oh, sorry, Barry, can I leave an hour early because I've got dinner booked? And he says, no, you're not free. Actually free. You are not you in are control stuck. of your, your life. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. And technically, after a certain amount of years, well, let's try and work this out now. What? Maybe 60 of them. You may be financially free because you're going to be retiring. Um, but even if you do retire, you probably still won't have enough money to be totally financially free because you're going to need money to live. Yeah. And that income that you've put away in your little retirement fund or whatever it is. That, that scary figure's got to last you in 20 plus years. Exactly. That probably most likely won't do and doesn't for a lot of people. And that's terrifying. Exactly. That's terrifying. So I would... Mm, no, I agree with that. But I would also say I think you can be a certain level of financially free working nine to five. I think you can, you can have the cash buffer, yep. the investments, the money coming in, working for you. Yeah, I agree. Um, supplementing your salary. Yeah. But yeah, as you said, you're just not in control of your life. Yeah. You're working for someone else. They're ultimately in control. And that's a, another, that's a big part of the financial free. That's the money side of it is huge. Yeah. But then it's that personal freedom. It's a bit, that's, that's the end goal basically. Um, and like you said, you, you want to be working on yourself. So I think, personally, to be financially free, you have to have your own business. Yeah. You cannot be working for someone else. No, I agree. Don't forget, though, there is different types of financial freedom. Okay. Um, so just because, say, you haven't reached financial freedom yet, you can be financially secure. Um, you can be financially independent. Mm-hmm. You can be fairly financially free, or you can achieve absolute financial freedom. Yep. So there is multiple steps to actually being financially free. I'll just pop into some of them, really. Um, yeah, yeah. So financial security is when your yearly income from investments is enough to meet the following needs for a total of one year. So, for instance, if you're, say, if your outgoings for your house, um, for everything of your payments mm-hmm. is 16 grand, for instance, mm-hmm. if your investments equal 16,000 pounds each year, year on year, nah. you have financial security. Of passive income. Of passive income. Ooh, okay. Because the money that you actually intake from your investments is paying for that. The money that you do from your work is just a, a topper. Okay, so what was that? It's financially secure. Yeah. What's financial that security. Security. Financial independence is another one. Um, so for example, if you earn £200,000 a year, but you spend 150000 then the number you would actually need to be financially free, so financially independent, is 150000 Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, next one financial freedom which we all know is when your investments provide you with sufficient out, out, sufficient income for you to live the freedom you desire which is whatever you want exactly yeah freedom freedom and that that includes accounting for inflation as well oh yeah yeah inflation yeah. is a very very big thing when it comes to cuts into your money exactly and it does and for people that aren't paying attention to Inflation, you have to be very aware of what your investments are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And the final one is, again, absolute financial freedom. And that is when your investment income provides you with the certainty that you can do whatever you want, whenever you want, whatever you want, with whomever you want. And so is that achievable? Because that sounds like the dream. It does sound like the dream. However, it is completely achievable. As I said at the start, Okay, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna readjust these figures a little bit. 
I would say almost 100% of people want to be financially free, absolute mm-hmm. financial free. I, they want to do whatever they want, whatever they want, whenever they want, with whoever they want. However, I, I'm going to go as low as probably 3 4% actually totally achieve that. Because I think that's still generous. Yeah, I completely agree. But, you know, completely, it is very hard to be absolute financial free. Absolutely. And it's very hard. But as you said, it's very achievable. But you need to set out complete certain steps, as you said, having a business, growing a business that supports you in a massive way, Mm. that is a massive company. And yeah, it is achievable. But it's a hard, long process. I think that's why people don't get there because it's such a long-term thing. Uh, agreed. You've got you got to push past all the that instant gratification, the, the distractions, all the all oh, this is nice. Can't buy that. You know, when you're at our age, yeah, got to push through all that for quite a few years to get there. Unless you are one of these lucky lads, you know, you see these guys on Instagram, they're living the dream. Yeah, they're probably not actually financially free at all, but they emulate that. Well, see for that, or you have. Um, sorry to put a little downer on it. It's called the, the wisdom sperm. Where your dad is already financially free, right? Yes, you're born into a family. You are that sperm that is that comes into that family that already has financial freedom. And unfortunately, or not unfortunately, you are passed down that financial freedom, even though you haven't gained it and achieved it. Technically, you are absolute financial free. There are people like that, yeah. but is that not a goal for both of us to have exactly. kids or grandkids generation that wealth. live like that? Because yeah. Jesus, that's just awesome. So you can't you can't hate on on them because they're just you know, that's just awesome for them. But sometimes the people that are actually born into it strive for more, and because they strive for more, their generational wealth compounds. Yeah, it's just unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. You know, granted, you know, Jeff Bezos, um, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Warren Buffett, they weren't born into that. No. But I'm sure of you that you know some of the top 100 richest people on earth were born into it. Yeah. I fair. assure you they are. Fair. The rich get richer. Exactly. And that will always be the way. I think no matter what, the, the poor do get poorer. And it's not because of the... Hey, I suppose you could blame it. someone on the system getting political here. Blimey. But it's very personal as well. I think you make the decisions. Yeah, I agree. To be poor or to be rich. It's tough. That's actually quite tough to say. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, even if you, you feel like you are getting poorer, um, you know, just, just for instance... of starting a business you know if 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 you go from get living paycheck to paycheck and you go to a, a corner shop you know and you buy groceries from that guy you know you're feeding his pay but there's an investor above all of that who is paying for his shop and investing and even though he's living off that income the investor is taking his income and your income and is gaining twice as much yeah so it's the patient patient people don't know where I'm going with that. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I'm just going to mess it up. But yeah, um, if you appreciate money or if you understand how money works, you normally, you normally find. And again, people use money the wrong way. Yeah. Money is not evil, but people see it as evil. Money is a tool. Yeah. You know, it, it's there to be used and people don't use it for the correct way. And that is when people become poorer and in debt. And that is when you fall into a rut, unfortunately. By the liabilities, by and the it's liabilities. Common. Yeah, you know, it's I, it's the way the world is. Like, ah, uh, so we we we've grown up in this situation where you do buy the cars and you do buy the liabilities that cost you money. Yeah, and it's no one talks about buying assets. The only th- asset people say they buy is houses. Yeah. That's like the goal at our level of on the 
don't know what you call well, it. Our living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, it's, it's, that's the only thing they want to they want to buy. Um, everything else is just absolute waste of money. You know, it's funny you, when you go to someone. Um, you could talk to someone and go, oh, are you renting? Or you bought, oh, yeah, I bought my own house. Oh, yeah, when did you buy your own house? Oh, well, I was thinking, wow, you must be rich. As <laughs> No, that's not the case. Just uh, because you bought a house at 21 doesn't mean that you're rich. You know, you can be renting and be twice as rich because it suits you. 100%. It, it, it suits, you know, having a house and having a mortgage is a big burden on someone's head. It is. Believe it or not. It is. And paying that rent, although it's £300 a month for a room, which seems like quite a lot at the time, but actually, the money that you're saving and it, it, it provides a roof over your head, which if you're, is what you want, and you don't have a family at the moment, you know, what, what, what's, what's the... Exactly. If you're spending the difference on buying assets and building your brand, building so on and so forth, yeah. you can use that as an advantage to grow your, your income. Exactly. Grow your financial freedom potential. And I'm not hating on people who own houses, by the way, because I do. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's the difference between me and you. You've yeah. bought, and I'm still renting. Yeah. And... I don't know, it's just two different methods. I think not one. There's not one way of doing it right. No, there are two. There's so many different ways of doing it. Yeah, exactly. um, and it's working. That works for you. It, it will not work for me. I know it won't work for me. I've got quite a good cheap amount of rent yeah. that I pay. Like bills all in, and I live in a lovely area. If I'm, I think anyway. Um, that's nice. But I find I find it funny because you know the amount of people that come to me when I was the age I was, and they've said. Wow, you know you're you're so lucky to have uh, have a house that you've always wanted and have the things that you always wanted and you know live with your girlfriend and so on and so forth. It's really funny because yes, you know it's amazing to have those things and I'm very fortunate to have that. But just because I have all those things, I wasn't nowhere near being wealthy, and I'm not now when I bought the house. Yeah. So you know, yeah. just because I do own a house doesn't mean I'm wealthy. And granted, it is an asset that I can sell, but I can't flip it quickly. Uh, it's a very it freezes your money. It does. Like how long is it gonna? It's gonna take a long time for you to get uh, what's what's equity in that house? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. You you can't walk out tomorrow and sell it. Yeah. It just doesn't work. You're not like getting that two hundred fifty or whatever the it, it doesn't work. Like that. Yeah. It does not work like that. So and I think a lot of people see it like that. <laughs> I'm do. putting my money into my own. You know, I'm. Uh, it is. You are putting your money back. You're giving your money back to yourself. But you're also paying a lot of interest on that oh, yeah. loan. But yeah. that's a whole different podcast. Um, and I know renting, they consider it a waste of money. But it's only a waste of money if you are then not doing anything with that added, the added that, income. Yeah, the the excess money. If it is, if it is cheaper to, to yeah. rent. This is a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Getting distracted. Financial freedom. All right. So why is it, why is it the ultimate goal? Again, I think it depends on person. Yeah. Um, for us. For us. I mean, at the end of the day, to reach financial, absolute financial freedom is the dream because I want to do whatever I want and when I want. And again, as we mentioned, that is not so I can wake up at one o'clock in the, in the afternoon and not do anything with my day. It's because I want to work on things that give me a increase in my life, my my overall passion, my drive, and that is the whole point of financial freedom to me. I I don't I don't want to work a nine to five anymore. I don't want to. Nope. I, I I don't live paycheck to paycheck, but I don't want to see anyone fall into that trap of living paycheck to paycheck and being financially free. And well, I, and I say absolute financial free is the goal because that is it doesn't exist. You know, if you are absolutely financially free, you have a great mindset in in creating new businesses, new ideas, increasing your growth in your current business. 
you know, whether that's invest in trade and so on and so forth. It's just just to get up at, you know, four o'clock in the morning, for instance, and have your own time to do your own thing and sit there for as long as you want to, working on the substance that is going to create you unbelievable amounts of wealth and generational wealth at like that. And you can just sit there and do that all day and not have to worry about going to see Barry Beagles at work and he's going to moan at you for days on end saying, oh, have you done that job yet? Have you done this job? Have you done that job yet? Have you signed this piece of paperwork yet? No, I don't want to do that. I want to do what, what works for me and what's going to make me wealthy and passionate about what I'm doing. So going from that, um, it's not all about wealth though, is it? The financially, financially free is about money, obviously, but it's not there. In that, what you were just saying, there's more than just wealth. Yeah. You want to leave your nine to five because... Yeah you're not getting much value. You're not fulfilling your purpose. Exactly. You want to fulfill a purpose that, that getting up at four o'clock and doing your thing, that's fulfilling your purpose. And as a human, if you're hitting, if you're chasing your goals and fulfilling your purpose in life, you feel you're just at another level. If you're working a nine to five, unless you, and if it is your passion, fantastic. That's insane. Yeah. But if it's not, you're not fulfilling your purpose. You're going to be upset about your work. You're going to want to, go out and party and forget about the day job and you're going to want to buy the nice car just to make yourself feel better. But if you're chasing your purpose, you're going to get there a lot quicker to the financial freedom because, yeah, okay. I don't know, it's just you're getting out of the rat race. You, you're, you're not trying to keep up with the Joneses. You're forgetting about what's going on around you and you just you tunnel vision towards one, one goal. It goes back to the very, very start of, I think what we mentioned maybe in like episode two or three or something, in doing something that you love. Mm. You know, for instance, if you if you... If you pick something, for instance, if you have no idea or no interest in the financial markets or no interest in buying and selling cars and you go into it because you saw someone on Instagram, you, you know a friend that's doing it and they're earning a lot of money from it and you go into it because they say, oh, I can be wealthy, it's not going to have the same effect on you as what it mm. does to them. You know, they do it because they enjoy it. Mm. It, it. Granted, it brings them a healthy amount of sum of money and, you know, that is a reward for them doing what they love just because it works for them and they have passion about it and they have drive and they have the time to spend doing that it's not going to bring you the same fulfillment and as you said you know that nine to five could bring you that fulfillment that you absolutely love and you're jumping ship the change to do something that you don't love but can get you financial freedom but because the love isn't there for it you're not going to achieve it and you're going to fail 100 percent, yeah it's, yeah you need you need that aspect then to be able to get that next level so it comes to what do you value more Mm, no it's both time and money is what I value the most yeah but which do you value most of them so for me it's time um, and we spoke about this yesterday yeah. uh, and it's quite funny you know there's been a few people that have left the current workplace and they've gone on to bigger and better things and it's great for them now we, we said about you know is it going to be great for us well there's there's two sides of an argument there's yes because as we've said, we value time and money. Our money is going to increase, but our time is going to decrease. And what do we favor more? We Do we favor time, which is where we can do what we want to do and work towards our goal of absolute financial freedom or money where we lose our time because we're traveling more, we're further away, but we gain initial money in the fact that we get a pay rise that's quite sizable and we can enjoy that. It's a swing and roundabout argument, isn't it? It's a tough one. It's hard. Yeah, because there's also the fact that you're getting that extra money from the pay rise, but oh, you, you've got less time, but you're getting the, extra pay, uh, the money to hit your cash buffer goals, hit your investment goals yeah. sooner. It's, 
it's it's tough. It's and I think to me the 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 clear cut answer for this is this is how I think about it. If I was away and I was earning that extra money, but I'm not doing what I want to do, yes, okay, I'm earning that extra cash. But if it's not, and I'm putting it to work, but if I don't have the time to spend to learn to invest, to learn to trade or to trade or, you know, execute my trades, that is my passion. That is what I want to do. Granted, if that brings me money, that's great. But I'm doing it not because I want the money. I'm doing it for the love. Yep. I'm doing it because I like it. Yeah. And that is where I want to spend my time. Spending time in a hotel with sleeping next to a guy and absolutely despise and getting up to work and going to, you know, spend 20, 20 hours with a guy I don't like and going back and do the same thing just because I earn an extra five, 10 grand. Is it really what I want to do? No, I value time. And that time is spent doing what I want to do. And again, it comes to absolute financial freedom. It's about time. If you want, if you value time and time is, you know, what the biggest thing that you can have, then would you pick? You pick time. 100%. And that is why we're going for absolute financial freedom. Yep. Because time is our biggest value. Great answer. I'm motivated. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what to say after that. Uh, I, I think, again, you know, there's a point in life, if you're 16, 17, 18, and you have no clue of financial freedom, you, you don't, you don't, you know, you don't have a family to get home to. You don't have any goals or ambitions that you currently want to work towards as in starting a, starting a business, um, having ideas for a business. And you really enjoy your job, as you said, and, you know, you're happy working that nine to five going away. And you can increase your pay by changing jobs to a bigger company and earning that, that next step as in from a assistant manager to manager. Then by all means, sorry about that, by all means, do that. You know, that increases your money which increases your happiness because you enjoy the job that you're doing. But if you are in a job that you don't enjoy and whether it is a nine to five and, you know, if you want to work an eight till six, okay, but it's something that you enjoy doing, granted, okay, your time is missing by two hours a day, but if you enjoy it, overall, your life is going to be a hell of a lot more fulfilled than what it is stuck in that nine to five that you absolutely hate. It becomes a change when you have the passion, the drive, and the ideas of actually growing a company, starting a company and changing that, that you actually want to reduce your time at work and spend time increasing and growing that company. So going from that, how do you find your purpose? Or find that, how do you know, when you're 16, 18, yeah, what do you, how do you know what you love? How do you find what you love? At the end of the day, it becomes natural to you. Yeah. And it really does. I think, I think, you know, Going as as we we said before we started this podcast, speaking about today, um, 2020, 2021 is the biggest year for people coming into the markets, right? And I can tell you now, those new comers haven't got a clue, haven't got educated. They've just come to the market because they've seen the explosion in cryptocurrency, the explosion in apps like Robinhood and Trading212 and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And have just seen that social media has grown and people are seeing these people have these big wins. They're not seeing the losses that is caused behind them. And, you know, they're seeing the, the great marketing skills that people have out there. And they've just gone, do you know what? If he can do it, if my neighbor can do it, if my bloke at work can do it, then I'm going to do it. And I'm going to jump on that bandwagon and I'm going to be rich. And that's not the case, you know. So to find the passion that you enjoy is something that falls to you automatically. For instance, if your day job is a lifeguard, all right? But in your spare time, 
you can think nothing better than working on your car. Right? You you have your your ultimate passion is just to work on your car, make it go faster, make it look cooler. And you know, that is where you want to spend your most amount of money and time on. Well, you've just answered your own question, mate. Your ultimate goal, because you have nothing else in your life, is working on that car. Therefore, you want to become a mechanic, you want to become a, you know, you want to have a, a car styling type of job, a detailer or anything like that. You know, it's something in that in that form of love and passion and drive that comes to you automatically that you don't find, oh, I have to do this work on my car because I want it to be. No, I'm going to do this because I like it. It's my passion. I enjoy it. So so for the guys listening out there, when they're in, when they're doing whatever they're doing for nine to five, um, could their passion be what's just occupying their mind when they're just brainlessly yeah. working away? You know, this is this is where it comes in scary, isn't it? So again, people are a rap that you work around. Um, you tend to have conversations, obviously, as you do. And yeah. for instance, if you're very passionate about something and you try to have a conversa- conversation with someone that doesn't have the same goals and inspirations as you and you're talking about something, I don't know, markets for instance in, in price and you're talking about i don't know oh, have you seen apple's bringing out this new car or something and so forth and you go what are you want about right, what do you want to talk about that for well, i want to go and talk about how fast my car's gone from naught to 60 man i don't want to talk about what apple's doing and you know it just changes your oh, well i can't talk to you anymore because i've just closed down but eventually you're going to find someone around that that is going to sort of have the same aspirations as you and it's quite nice to find someone that actually does mm. Wants to talk about the same subjects and yeah. so on and so forth. Yeah, and it's it, again, it's hard to do that because it's it almost you seem again, you know, if you come across the wrong person who's very loud mouthed and think know everything, you go to someone and you say, "Oh, have you seen what this company's doing?" Like, what are you on about, mate? Why are you talking about company? You're never going to be rich. You're never going to be financially free. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You don't. You don't know nothing. Like, just you know, go go and put some spanners in that drawer or go and clean that. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, hundred percent, sir. I think we've mentioned in the podcast before, it's, it's small minds talk about people, good minds think about ideas, and exactly. great minds think about uh, business in the future and so on. And it's, it's, you feel judged. So when you're around, I don't want to call them small minds, but people that just want to talk about people, they gossip and bitching and all that sort of stuff. You can't go and talk to them about no. money or, you know, it's just the, the, the conversation is different. It's noticeably different. Yeah. And if you are trying to become financially free, you know, find your purpose, you don't need to be talking about people. You need to get away. Not, yeah, you need to get away from those, you do, those yeah. groups. You need to, and I, it sounds harsh, and it really does sound harsh, but if you find yourself in a situation where you are not that type of person that does bitch and gossip about someone, walk away, shut your mouth, and concentrate on what you're doing, mm. and eventually the problem will go away. And it does, because it works, because I've done it. Yeah. Same with negative people. Yeah. We know some incredibly negative people that find joy in being negative. And, and everything they do, get away from them. They're the same. It's, it's a disease. It will take hold and you'll then go negative into everything that you see. Whether, if you're, even if you're focused in your, your own business, your own, your own side hustles, whatever it is, if you've got someone negative around you, it will leak into whatever you're doing. So, again, shut yourself away. Get away from it. Control your environment. It's a circle of competence, isn't it? Mm. That's what it is. Be around people that want to be in the same place as you what's like, it's a saying um you fo- uh, show me your five closest friends and i'll show you your future yeah you know, if you're five closest friends or people you spend the most time with if they're all negative and talking about each other you're just gonna be in the same place in five years and that's that's terrifying to me i i realized during 2020 and obviously had a lot of time to reflect if you s- staying still is absolutely because you're not it's terrifying because you're not 
actually staying still, you're going backwards because yeah, time is moving forward. Yeah, you're going backwards. Everything's moving forward. If you're staying still, you're moving backwards. So you need to be trying to get ahead of that. And if you do spend a year going backwards, you're well behind where you, where you could have been if you were just putting in that day-to-day yeah. work, following your purpose. It, it, I'll tell you what now, just, and this is why um, financial freedom is such a big goal to me. I can sit here, right, and just think of financial freedom and it just, it's just like, wow, it just, it just excites me. Yeah. Just, just talking about it, you know, it gets me excited. And that is why you, you, can, you can tell that it's a passion. You know, if, if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking of financial freedom and it doesn't excite you and it doesn't want, it doesn't make you, you know, I want to do something, I want to go and work, then financial freedom is not for you. And no. unfortunately, it's hard to say. And, you know, you really, it's really hard to decide that financial freedom isn't for you. But if it isn't, and if, if it's not making you jump at the opportunity to grow, then it's not for you. And that's that. That's fine. But you need to find something that you, you want to be good at and best in. And as we said, being a nine to five and doing that nine to five job, that could be it for you. Mm. And, you know, if that's your biggest passion and biggest drive, don't let you know that change your opinion. If that is really what you're good at and you're really aspirational about that, then that's it. Could it be? So I remember when I first, well, when you first introduced me to this ideology, journey. I don't know, yeah, the journey. Yeah. Um, part of me didn't believe it was possible. You know, coming from where we come from, you don't think it's possible to get out of. You don't. You can't be the Jeff Bezos. You can't be the financially free, having money coming in from investments. You. It's just. Nobody we know at this level. Yeah, yeah, it's just unheard of. It's for the wealthy. Um, do you think if it is, if they, uh, if they don't want to be financially free, is it because they don't believe in the goal? Or is it just because they can't see it happening? That's a very good point. Do they just need to flick their mindset and then yeah. boom, they might be able to find their purpose and find their, their, their route? That's a very good point. Yeah, you're right. Some people, you know, again, this is why we encourage you to share this podcast with people mm. because, you know, people who... It's hard, but, you know, if, if you're sitting on social media and you flick it through and you see all these people making loads of money and so on and so forth, and it's just a gimmick, right? But you listen to podcasts and it changes someone's life. And, okay, it's not changing your life, but if your friend is really, really struggling with something that they're doing, and yet this, you, you, all, you, all you've done is, is just share this podcast with them and, you know, they've gone, mate, you know, you, you've just changed my life. I really appreciate that. Then not only have you done your friend a favor, but you've done yourself a favor. Because you've actually shown someone that you care, yeah. And being 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 caring could be one of your your next steps. You know that could be turned into coaching. You want to coach someone how to change their life. You know there you are. You've you just you know you made that step. So just sharing stuff with people is a massive change. And like you said, the initial step of uh, that's not real, you know, because all you saw when before you started on the journey is social media ads that were there and exposing people to being fake and you see the liars and the fakes out there and it's hard and you can't tell the difference because they're so well and they're so true at telling you know it, making you believe that because they're great at marketing yeah it's, it's very common but trust me now when i say it's true it's achievable just look back at warren buffett and just do some research you know just look back at jeff bezos and do some research you know the, the kid wasn't born into money but look at him now Okay. The wealthiest man on it, the planet. Yeah, it, it's very, very achievable. And it is. And if you don't believe it, you have to research it. Mm. And when you do research it and you understand, these are the processes that he took. He didn't start 
in a massive, massive warehouse on where he is now and all the warehouses across the world and the amount of, amount of vans and people that work for him. It doesn't, ha- it doesn't start like that. It started in his shed or in his garage, okay, just as Apple did. Okay, and I'm sure Microsoft did and many other companies did, did the same. Yeah. You know, it doesn't start from the biggest place. It starts from the, from, uh, I don't know, in a kitchen around a dining room table. Okay. <laughs> but that initial step is a stepping stone in their journey. And, you know, their next step is, is when they start to bring in income in. That is the next step you see. You don't see what they started off unless you look and you hunt and you find actually they started from here. And it's true. You know, they've done that. They believe that. Now I can see why. They've got this rich because they started from this step and they took this step into this process, into this process. And you don't see their failures. Yeah. Failing is huge yeah. in this this world of, of being successful. It's yeah. absolutely massive. Um, a local story at home in the UK, uh, Ben Francis, owner of Gymshark. He had five, he tried to create five businesses before he started Gymshark. He was just like Gymshark was his sixth. Um and they all pretty much failed. Like, yeah. obviously none of them are going today, apart from Gymshark. And now it's worth over a billion dollars in, you know, in total market cap, whatever. Um, he can, and uh, he was on a podcast the other day and he was talking about how he just combined all of his passions, um, a community and, and fitness. Yeah. And put them together. Boom, it exploded. Because that was his, his passion, his purpose. He motivated as hell. Um, and just kept on getting after it. And now he is financially free but he's still working see uh jim shark that's his goal that's and his... i can tell you now he will probably never ever retire very good point what is retirement really is retirement is a word that the the government have made up yeah yeah do you know so, actually know what retirement comes from no the very very time i can't remember the exact date i think it's around 1913 is um henry ford started retirement because his workers were unhappy with the pay that they were getting but he changed their mindset and thinking, if you work here for 40 years at the age of 60, well, being 60 back in those days, those days were very hard to reach. But if you stay here for this length of time, then we're going to give you so-and-so payments per month if you pay into this pot. And that Ford Motor Company started the retirement factor. Really? Yeah, true story. So it started from an industrial age and it's been carried on. 100 years like 108 years later it's yeah. still going and it's bigger than ever everyone's yeah. like oh don't forget about your retirement wait for your retirement 67 67 yeah, can't yeah. wait can't wait exactly and it's it's terrifying because everyone talks about it yeah it's like at our, at our level you go up to the likes of Bezos not even that high like just halfway up the ranks of their economic scale yeah and they're not retiring they don't they don't need to put away for their retirement they got that ready to go yeah they're going to be working until they drop and it's because they're working on what they want to work on not they're not working for someone else and they're not working for someone else for 40 years and they get too old to go and then do what they want. You know, they can, they just do what they want when they want. And, and that's the goal. Don't retire. Don't retire. <laughs> but, it, you know, it, it goes back to the fact that you need to find what you're passionate in. Yeah. Because, again, that is how people achieve absolute financial freedom. Because it's not a chore. It's mm. not something you have to wake up to do. It's something you're waking up wanting to do. And that goes for reaching that retirement age. It doesn't matter if Warren Buffett's 90-something years old and he gets up at the same time every single day. He goes to Mackey's and if he buys a, 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 you know, a, a double um, breakfast sandwich or something like that, 
it's been a good day. If he doesn't, he buys a bacon sandwich because there's 19p difference. But that is the routine that he's carried out for however many years. And he does that day in, day out for the rest of his life. Not because he has to, but because he wants to, because yeah. he enjoys it. He isn't retired, you know. He could have retired 30 years ago. Yeah. He could pretty could have retired 50 years ago <laughs> if he wanted to. But he does it because he enjoys it, because it's passion. That is why retiring is just a gimmick, in my personal opinion. It is literally a gimmick, yeah. That's a very good point. Made up. <laughs> it is. It is made up. Make you feel better about working all your life. Yeah. For someone you don't want to work for, or doing something you don't want to do. Yeah. And don't like it. Exactly. So, like to it. round up. Here you go. Finish it off. Um, three points to give us three points to like become financially free or have financial freedom. You know, with purpose, all those sort of things. Well, I Top think free. Well, I'd start yeah. off with, as I said before, many times you need to find something you're passionate in. Okay, that is uh, that is the first step for me. Find your passion. Yeah, if you're not passionate, as I said, in many in anything that you do, in the thing that you're working towards, and it's not easy to get up and go and work at it, you're never going to become financially freedom in that field. You never mm. become financially free in that field. And I'm sorry, but that is just the way it is. If you are good at gaming and it is your passion and all you do is wake up and think about playing that game, that could be your field to go into. So mm. think about that. Number two, I would say, now you've found the purpose and it works, you have to set a plan around that. Nice. I think planning is, again, as we mentioned before on this podcast, is massive. And if you don't have a plan, you're going to fail. And that, that's just it, okay? What's that saying? The, uh, a fool can beat a genius with a plan and something like that. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. It, uh, a plan, a bad plan is better than no plan. 100%. Let's be realistic, okay? Even if you, it's not very detailed and, you know, it, it's not down to the, the months and the days that we work at and the weeks that we work at and, you know, but having a plan is very important and goals around that plan. Number three, Number three is going to be chase it. Oh, yeah, I was going to say that. Get after it. Yeah. yeah. Because you have what you enjoy. You have a plan. Work at it. And just because, as you said, it doesn't work once, it doesn't work twice, that third time, that fourth time, fifth, sixth, seventh, it's going to be a hit. And it will be a hit if you work towards it and you believe in it and you drive and you create and you drive some more and you create some more and you continue. And no matter how many times you get knocked back, there's going to be someone there that is going to help you on your way. Even if they're not, you are going to step up to the challenge because you think that is this is going to be your way to become financially free. And that is that is it. That, that is your that is your three. That's my three points. Perfect. Step one, find your purpose. Step two, create a plan. Step three, get after it. Exactly. That's good. Leave it there. We'll want. leave it on that. Yeah. So, again, please go and review our podcast. It's going to be on, on all the platforms, YouTube, um, you know, all of them. Uh, go and follow us on Instagram uh, at Finding, Finding Success. Uh, get involved on YouTube as well. Uh, send us some DMs. If you want an accountability partner or anything like get in touch with us, we can help you out with that. Any questions, you know, get involved. Please, please leave a review. It helps the podcast massively and I think on that button, I'll leave it to you. Success is available for everybody, so why should you set the flex?